This episode is brought to you by Seed. Probiotics are most effective when they make it to your colon, alive. That's why Seed developed a patented two-in-one capsule that safeguards viability of its DSO-1 daily symbiotic through digestion to deliver the maximum dose to your colon. No refrigeration necessary. Visit seed.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. Here's a question for you. Is pot getting a preferential treatment over tobacco? Are the sins of our society now competing? Uh, We're told, of course, that legalizing marijuana all about protecting the kids, you know, society at large. But uh, Health Canada is allowing pot to be packaged differently than tobacco. And tobacco's got a lot of really tough rules in what they can and more to what they can't do. No fancy branding, no logos, etc. And of course, it's hidden behind the counter when you buy it. And on Wednesday, Health Canada announced guidelines for pot packaging, and it allows kind of everything that tobacco companies are not allowed to do. And Health Canada claims the packaging rules for pot are so that people can tell what is legal and what is not. But tobacco has tried that and not been allowed. So why the double standard? Let's bring in Eric Gagnon. He is the head of corporate and regulatory affairs with Imperial Tobacco. He joins me now. Eric, Health Canada coming out with uh, the regulatory measures uh, surrounding pot. And there seems to be a bit of, um, well, it's going to be an unlevel playing field when it comes to pot and tobacco. Am I looking at this right? You know, I mean, there's a lot of discrepancy in the way that uh, the government is proposing to regulate uh, marijuana and uh, and to regulate uh, tobacco, uh, especially in terms of, uh, of the packaging, right? Uh, the proposed regulation that were introduced by Health Canada last Friday uh, is basically plain packaging where the tobacco companies will be asked to uh, to use a certain uh, packaging. Uh, the government or Health Canada is, is uh, going to recommend, not recommend, actually, they're going to oblige every manufacturer to use a specific uh format in a specific color not we don't have the right to use our branding or nor the logo uh, but when you look at uh, marijuana although the health canada says that it will be plain packaging is totally different because marijuana manufacturers will have the you the right to use uh branding on their uh, on their packages the government does not tell them what type of packages uh what size of the package what color so there's a lot of discrepancy when you look at both regulatory framework. Well, there is. And so what does that mean for tobacco? Will will the industry, in fact, push back? I mean, I know tobacco gets a rough ride. No one feels sorry for tobacco. They love their cigarettes. The government loves the taxes. But inevitably, you're still the bad guys. And so do you get the sense that this will open up the opportunity for you to push back a little bit as an industry and say, you know what, if they're going to go and have this kind of regulatory framework, we should too? Well, that's what we've been we've been saying, right? Uh, but it's funny, you know, when you look at, for example, Peter Harder, which is the representative of the, of the government in the Senate, uh, on June 28th, on June 18th, sorry, said that uh, when when talking about the ability for ma- to man- marijuana manufacturers to use branding on other elements, he said that it raises freedom of expression issues under the charter. Right. However, they're removing all the branding uh, from the tobacco companies, uh, and we've been raising those issues, but yet nobody wants to listen to us. Uh, what's even further and frustrating is when we did the consultations by Health Canada, we've explained to them that, you know, the antis, uh, the tobacco lobbyists, the anti-tobacco lobbyists are advocating for an old format of packaging, which is the sliding shell, which was used in Canada in the 70s. Uh, and, and those machines don't exist anymore. And, right. and we've demonstrated that if the government wanted us to transfer the entire industry to, to, for that package, we needed two years to, to transfer. Yet the government recognized this in the draft regs, but they allow us only six months. 
So this is where it becomes very frustrating. Not only are they removing all the branding element, or they, they're also standardizing the entire cigarette themselves, but they're not even allowing us sufficient time to transfer uh, all the materials. So um, we'll see. I mean, there's a consultation right now until September 6th. Uh, the objective is to share our concerns again. Unfortunately, we're often invited to participate, but we're never listened to. Um, and if we're not listened this time again, uh, we will have to consider filing a legal challenge on this. Because if we cannot comply, that means 100% of the market will become illegal. And that's not good, right. obviously, for our company, but it's it's not good for the governments. Uh, like you said, the governments are making $9 billion every year on, ex- on tobacco excise. Uh, and if people buy illegal products, nobody's making money here. Well, there seems to be, you know, the possibility that we're going to see a lot of unintended consequences of of a, a campaign promise that I think most Canadians, as we look at the polls, are now looking at and saying this was done for nothing more than than vote buying. And so now when, when I speak to you and I think about the tobacco industry, I look at it and say, okay, if marijuana, let's say in Ontario, if Doug Ford opens it up to be sold in private market as well as public market, because no one really knows what he's going to do, or if other provinces have a mix of private public, does that not then open the door for tobacco to say, you know what? games have changed now and we want to take this issue to you know the highest courts and say if they can do it so can we well like i said i mean hopefully you know suing the government is nothing is never something we want to do nor something when we have to do it that we take lightly but again if 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 we have no other option i think we will have to look at the courts on this one i mean having your brand on your product is a fundamental right under the charter um, and like any other industry or any other company, if the government is stripping away your right to put that branding on your product, you will, you know, look at the courts to intervene. Um, I, you know, the, the, the rationale behind all of this is there's, there, it's not for public health. I mean, um, you know, the government and, and minister, uh, Prime Minister Trudeau said that the reason that they're legalizing marijuana is, is to take it out of the hands of criminal organization and to protect youth. Um, but when you look at the data from the government's own data back in 2015, 2016, 17 of kids, 17% of kids were smoking marijuana, while 3% of kids were uh, smoking uh, cigarettes. And yet, the, the, you know, when you look at the anti-tobacco lobbyist groups, such as the Canadian Cancer Society and others, the priority to protect Canadian youth in Canada is to introduce plain packaging on tobacco products, really. Um, and the same groups, uh, their spokesperson, Rob Cunningham, in a public consultation, when asked what was his position on marijuana, he said, I don't have a position. So these groups are not there for help. They're anti-tobacco lobbyists, um, and their main uh, objective is to bankrupt the legal tobacco industry. But the problem with that is people won't, will not stop smoking. And if there's no legal industry, they will buy their products illegal. In Ontario right now, 40% of the market is already illegal. Right. It's become, you know, people will have access to, to uh, illegal products if they want to. Right. And just before I let you go, so, you know, we're looking at some kind of foreign territory now with this whole industry. Um, do you get the sense then that uh, we're going to see kind of a rogue uh, Wild West, so to speak, you know, as, as pot uh, finds its way through and we go through all the hiccups? Do you get the sense that we're going to see some big changes? Well, what seems to be happening right now is uh, it, it appears like uh, the government of Canada wants to take over the marijuana industry, take it out of the hands of criminal organization. But it appears like they don't have an issue with handing them, hand them uh, the tobacco industry. Right. I've talked about the slide and shell package. Funny enough, the only ones right now who are using slide and shell in the market are the illegal traffickers. Um, and when you push this a little bit further, when you look at the regulations that Health Canada is proposing, they're standardizing the cigarette. So they're removing 
every element that makes it possible to differentiate a legal from an illegal cigarette themselves. And they're standardizing the cigarette exactly like the ones the illegal traffickers are producing. So 100% of the market will be exactly what contraband is today. So it's going to become impossible to differentiate a legal from an illegal pack. So again, it's mind-boggling when you look at uh, the way that these two industries are being regulated. The problem is the Canadians don't, you know, Health Canada is working under the radar. They're, they're not publicizing this. They're putting everything, uh, in, you know, that they think about under the proposed regulations. And what's going to happen is that this will go through because, you know, when the tobacco industry speaks, Health Canada doesn't listen. Um, and to your point earlier, we're the tobacco companies. But this will have a bigger impact than just the tobacco industry. And I, I promise you that moving forward. It's all about the children. All about the children. Eric, thanks so much. We'll talk to you again. All right, thanks. Eric Gagnon, joining us from Imperial Tobacco. So you see where this little war is going to go. The other interesting thing is, and I don't know how this is going to work, and I don't know what the CRTC is going to do, but what about advertising? Will the pot market be allowed to advertise? That's a big moneymaker. That is a big part of the market. And you can better believe there would have to be an awful lot of companies that would just love to get their, their hands on that kind of revenue. Certainly would help out. So we'll see where that goes. But there's going to be so many little fights. The courts are going to be tied up for a very long time as we try to work through the uh, trippiness of all this pot legislation and legalization coming our way. But we'll be on it. You can bet. That's next here on Point. I'm Alex Pearson, and this is Global News Radio.